Since everyone has a gender journey, Gender Journeys is a podcast for everyone. That being said, we occasionally touch on mature themes and use strong language, so listener discretion is advised. Relevant content warnings can be found in each episode's description. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Gender Journeys, the podcast where we talk about just what the heck gender actually is in context. As always, I am one of your hosts, Josie, and I am joined by your other host, my lovely partner, Elle. Hey, y'all. All right, so what are we talking about on the podcast this week? The difference between misgendering and mispronouning, or perhaps just the introduction of the word mispronouning? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So... This episode was inspired because the other day I was on the phone with my agent. and we, were, we love dearly. We do love my agent dearly. He's super cool. And we were talking about a publisher that I had worked with previously. And I couldn't remember if the publisher used he, him, or they, them pronouns. And my agent looked it up for me real quick while we were on the phone. And my agent said that he did that in the moment because he didn't want to mispronoun this publisher. I'm obsessed. Right. And I... To my knowledge, my agent is cis, and I had just, as a trans person, never heard the term mispronouning before. I It's always been framed as misgendering, mm. like, just on its own, and I thought it was cool, so I told Elle. And I'm obsessed with it, because I've always hated the word misgendering. Right. So we thought that we would introduce this into your lexicon, maybe talk about it, and I think specifically it'd be nice to talk about why you found it so awesome. Because I hate the term misgender. (laughs) Um, That's fair. Yeah, because like, well, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I think that in my most genuine self, I'm pronoun indifferent. I don't, Mm -hmm. first off, let's also get one thing straight. Pronouns are not, they do not equal gender identity. They are a form of gender expression. So just like cis men can wear dresses and cis women can wear binders Cis women can use any pronouns they goddamn want, and cis men can use likewise any pronouns they goddamn want. This is something I keep seeing coming up on, like, my Reddit, and people are like, I'm a cis woman, but can I use she, they? Or, like, I'm a cis dude, can I use he, they? And I'm like, yes. Right. You can. (laughs) Right. And I think that it, as it is a form of gender expression, pronouns Mm -hmm. are gender expression, not gender identity. Mm Mm-hmm they can kind of fall into a category of gender expansive gender expression. Yeah, and like for sure. Like, I mean, if you use, if you are a cis straight man and you use he, they, you do need to be prepared for people to assume that you are queer because mm-hmm. like yeah, that's some queer ass shit to do. Just like if you're a cis straight man, you wear a dress, mm-hmm. people are going to assume that you're queer, which I mean, like, I would love to live in a world that didn't make those assumptions, but we don't. We so, don't. I mean, you just got to deal with that. But so, like, for me, I use they, them in nearly all aspects of my life. Um, And, but again, that isn't necessarily because I care deeply about pronouns. I don't feel hurt by she, her pronouns in most contexts. Mm -hmm. I just like to know for sure that people know that I'm non-binary. If I know for sure that you know I'm non-binary, I don't care what pronouns you use for me. Right. So, like... 
that's where I come from on it. Um, right. She, her is not painful to me. So I've always hated the term and the baggage attached to misgendering. Because, like, some trans people get very hurt when they hear the, the wrong pronouns. And that's what I usually associate with the term misgendering. Because it right. feels like it attacks their gender identity. Hearing she, her for me doesn't right. feel that way. Because I think I think the important distinction there is that, you know, if you need a refresher course on what the difference between identity and expression are, you can, that's our first episode, Spectrums of Gender, go back and listen through it again. Gender expression is often used to signal gender identity. Mm -hmm. And in a world where people are allowed to just put you in boxes, put you in boxes on site, a lot of people do want to signal and express their gender in a way that also reveals their internal gender identity. Right. And so, like, if somebody calls me, he, him... Yeah. Or even they, them, probably. Although that... I have found that doesn't annoy me as much when it has occasionally happened, so... Well, because they, them is also a gender-neutral pronoun. It's not yeah. just a, non, a non-binary pronoun. For instance, if somebody called you Z, them, you'd probably have more of a negative reaction than true. they, them. True, Because That's everybody true. gets called they, them at some point. Like, who... Who, you know, I can't yeah. think of an example right now. But, like, people, you call people they, them when you don't know their gender. Yeah. So, if I were to be called he, him, I would consider that being misgendered mm-hmm. and mispronounced. But mm-hmm. the mispronouning would come across to me as misgendering mm-hmm. because it does great against my internal gender identity mm-hmm. and is showing that somebody around me doesn't like see my gender identity and doesn't isn't validating it isn't putting me in the right box that I want to be in and I think that's part of it is like people using she her for me also often indicate that they don't see my gender identity but they them doesn't see my gender identity either my gender identity cannot be summed up in but one word right exactly (laughs) so like whereas whereas you have the option to be seen in your gender identity relatively well I mean nobody has the option to be seen entirely in their gender identity in one word. But, like, you have a box that everybody has a shared language around that you're like, this is my box. Don't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. I don't have that. I'm just like, well. <laughs> right. Right. Because your, I mean, your gender identity is outside the binary. Mm-hmm. And the binary is the most acceptable, except widely accepted version of gender that exists in our current society. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people get nice and throw a third box on there for third gender non-binary. Sometimes people can like vaguely accept that no gender exists. exists. <laughs> yeah. But this idea of like flowing and encompassing multiple genders is something that a lot of people have a lot of real difficult time comprehending. Mm-hmm. And so in that sense, so this term mispronouning, mm-hmm. Quick definition, while we are coining terms over here on Gender Journeys. Hell yeah. Mispronouning refers to specifically using the incorrect or an incorrect pronoun set for an individual in context, I think Mm -hmm. I will add. And I think I'll also add that, like, misgendering is just a word that encompasses a lot. And one thing that misgendering as a word encompasses is if people clock you as trans and then try to refer to you by the pronouns that invalidate you right that is also misgendering and that is a whole different goddamn thing right like if somebody is actively trying to figure out like what your a gap is and call you that because they know you don't want to be called it that falls under the same term that's still called misgendering i mean it's bigoted misgendering but it's still called misgendering 
And mispronouning doesn't encompass that. I think mm-hmm. I would also point out. Like, I think mispronouning has to be more genuine. <laughs> right, because I guess that's a good point, is that one of the things here is mispronouning, I think, can be a form of misgendering, mm-hmm. but just the term mispronouning itself ends up being a little less, like, it feels less horrible. Yeah, it's like, I think that also, like, I think of... I think that the conversation you and your agent were having is another good example because, like, the person you were talking about couldn't hear you. So mm-hmm. you, you can't be attacking their gender. I mean, this, is, this is not a blank pass to misgender people when they can't hear you. Obviously, you should always refer to people how they want to be referred to. Yeah. But, like, it's... It's a different energy, It's too, a different energy. Because the other aspect of it was that the reason that we talked about, quote-unquote, mispronouning this person is because... One of us in the conversation was using he and the other person in the conversation was using they. And then we both realized that we were like, wait, who is, are we both correct or neither of us correct? Let's make sure that we are using the right language for this individual. And I think so. Like, I think part of mispronouning then too is like you had good intentions the whole way through. Right. So like you also, I would consider it mispronouning also if like somebody you know and love has recently come out as trans and you are still just struggling to use the correct pronouns we have an episode for that as well but like <laughs> that also falls into mispronouning because it's less harmful like i think right. that the, the level of harm is different right and that's not to say that it isn't necessarily hurtful Mm-mm. that's not to give you a pass on it nope but it is an interesting kind of point to make yeah and so i'm curious then in this context since you know we can talk a lot about people with set gender identities who only really want that one pronoun. And so mispronouning and there's like a Venn diagram of mispronouning and misgendering. And for those folks, they basically are just one circle. Mm -hmm. But so for you, it's kind of a different story. So what, what is the distinction there in your gender identity? What is the reason that mispronouning and misgendering doesn't feel quite the same to you? Um, I don't like misgendering because... I don't think that the way that people refer to me can hurt my gender identity. That's fair. Um, Because you encompass all gender. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it's not like, like, you're not wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's why I've always, and I just, like, I also feel uncomfortable with misgendering, potentially for, like, a bit of, like, imposter syndrome. But I just don't, because I don't feel the pain that you usually associate with misgendering. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I don't like to use that word because I think we should, like, we should have different words for different experiences. Right. Um, but so then why does mispronouning feel like it? Because it's just so much more casual. Right. Because I think that also something like I've had other people use the term misgendering for me, like name my experience as having been misgendered. And that I'm just like, but I mean, nah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like they didn't. They didn't misunderstand my gender identity by calling me she, her. My gender identity encompasses she, her. Everybody misunderstands my gender identity except for potentially Josie and maybe our long-term listeners on this podcast. Like, (laughs) my gender identity is very complicated. I'm not out here expecting people to just get it. Like, that's not my expectation. So you can't not get it either. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Whereas mispronouning is just, like, much more casual and, like, oopsies, I made a mistake on a pronoun like that's the thing is like you didn't make a mistake on a gender that's a big thing you made a mistake on a pronoun and for and that's a smaller thing for me right right and so as you kind of mentioned you you in an ideal world would be pronoun indifferent you use they them pronouns as a way to demonstrate mm-hmm. your gender queerness correct? well because i did spend a year using all pronouns and let me tell you 
how many times I heard anything but she, her. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Yeah, that's how many. Yep. <laughs> okay, okay. Look, I called you through them for a long time. That's true. Okay, you know it. You're right, but you don't count your special. <laughs> but I mean, I really did. I spent a year out to my entire work group. And nobody called you anything except for she, her, because they, I mean, they had the option to call you she, her, and that was technically authentic. Right. But. So I think, and this is an issue I've heard from a lot of people who use, like, he, they, or she, they, is like, (laughs) who, (laughs) nobody wants to use they, them for you. (laughs) Right. And, like, I think that partially, I think something that I've heard from a lot of cis folk is, like, well, like, when do I use either? Like, do I use both do i like switch it up on a daily basis and like i think for some cis people their brain will not wrap around the concept of using two different pronouns for one person in one sentence which i guess i understand that is a bit grammatically confusing although not as grammatically confusing as people think it is and we actually had this conversation with my mom the other day (laughs) where my mom is very supportive of gender expansive folks because she's cool because she's awesome but she also (laughs) <laughs> has trouble wrapping her head sometimes around they, them pronouns. Which is fair. Grammatically. Yeah. And so when she is aware that she is about to use a pronoun, she is pretty good about putting a they, them in there. <laughs> but she, like many other people, don't always notice when she's about to use a pronoun. Mm-hmm. So my mom will use they and she for L in the same sentence. Right. Because one she recognizes is going to happen and the other one she didn't realize is going to happen at all. Right. So I think that that stumbles into some good pronouning. I know for myself, whenever anybody around me uses she, they, um, or he, they, or all pronouns or anything, I try my best to call them consistently they, them, because I just assume that other people are using the more standard pronoun that they're more comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I'll try to even that out by using they, them, because right. I wish somebody had done that for me. <laughs> and I had an experience the other day, or a little while ago now, at my workplace, where a person that I was just like, I was in a meeting with someone, and I was chatting with somebody who identified as queer, and they were like, they asked me my pronouns, and I asked them their pronouns, and they were like, oh, you know, like, she or they, I don't really mind, I take like all pronouns. And I was like, okay, cool. Do you have a preference? Mm-hmm. It's okay if you do. I will yeah. call you whatever, like, your actual preference on that is. It's also okay if you don't, but, like, do you have one that you prefer me to call you? And this person was like, okay, if you could actually call me then that'd be really cool. And yeah. I was like, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I feel like if you ask that question, though, you have to be prepared for people to be overwhelmed. Because I know when I was first saying I would take any pronouns, people, a couple people asked me that question. And I was just like, I, I don't know. I don't want to be a burden. <laughs> I, I honestly, I was very thankful that this person was able to navigate that moment because I asked the question and I was like, I'm not trying to like make you prove your queer cred here. I'm not like this trans bitch coming into the room and being like, oh, you have a pronoun preference. (laughs) So like that, I'm glad that I'm glad that it scanned correctly because I definitely didn't approach the situation as delicately as maybe would have been. I mean, I don't think it's a bad question. I just think that like, there are lots of questions like that, that I think that especially, I think we get more of a pass being trans, but especially as a cis person, if you're asking that, you have to be able to back out really quickly because mm-hmm. you have to be able to accept if the person doesn't feel safe or comfortable, that it's not really your problem. It's just a general societal problem, <laughs> you know, right. like it doesn't mean that you ask the wrong question. It just means that like that person might not be ready for it. Like, right. That's okay. Right. Like I... 100. I actually now, I have a coworker who almost two years ago when I came out for the first time and was using all pronouns, they approached me and were like, 
like very genuinely like, hey, it's super cool that you did that. Um, like I love, I, I don't remember exactly what they said, but they said some kind things. And they're like, are you sure? Like, is there a pronoun preference that you have or something similar to what you just said? Mm-hmm. And again, I was super overwhelmed. I was like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't care. But now a year and a half or almost two years later, that person has come out as using multiple pronouns, including they, them. Right. And like, it, it, it wasn't their fault that I wasn't comfortable with that yet. They were okay with being like, hey, it's cool. I'll just use any pronouns for you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just one of those things that you have to like, you offer that love and validation and people sometimes aren't ready to accept love and validation potentially from you, potentially from anybody. And you can just be like, that's okay. I will still do what I think is best. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that that is a very good point of just that, like, it is very context dependent. Mm-hmm. Because so you mentioned before that as long as it is clear that someone understands your gender or at least understands that you have a gender, (laughs) a specific gender, but not one that you think. A special one. A special gender. (laughs) As long as somebody understands that, you don't really care what pronouns they use for you Mm -hmm. at the end of the day because Mm -hmm. you feel that they see you. Mm -hmm. But for situations where you're not as certain... That people see me. That people see you. <sighs> that's when they, them becomes a necessity. Yeah, that's when it starts to feel. I, I was just trying to explain this to Josie the other day. And I think that it's still hard for me to find language for. But like, there's a different way people can say she, her. There's, you can tell when people are putting you in more of a box. Right. We talked about it in terms of you, you were trying to explain it. You're trying to find explanations for I it. I was using, I used wife and mother. Those were the closest. So I'll use mm-hmm. those again. So like, I, I'm realizing that this is all very AFAB um, coded and I'm sorry to any AMAB people who are listening, but I think you'll, I think you'll still get where I'm going. <laughs> right. Think about like your classic, older cis man dad bro type and think about the different ways that you can imagine a man like that saying the word wife sometimes you can imagine this man definitely saying wife in like a loving beautiful way maybe still protective still gender roles you know still like his wife still like somebody he protects but somebody he cherishes and like loves dearly you know but you can also imagine a, the a man like that saying wife in a way that clearly has an implied trophy before it, where it's more of like a possession, where it's more of like a, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a difference. Right. And it's same with girl, where it's like, that's my girl, can be a very loving statement, but you can also like oh, you know, the old girl when referring to a wife is a creepy thing to say and means a very different thing, even though it's the same word. Am I making sense? I think so. I think another one that a lot of people can connect with maybe Mm. is the use of the word female. Oh, yeah. Which, that is a perfectly acceptable word. Mm -hmm. It is honest. There are contexts. I can't, for the life of me, think of the ones where... I think that the word female is acceptable. See, female is weird because it doesn't, it has, it's so much more derogatory. That's true. Because like, I think that's the problem is you see it come up a lot in internet discourse where so you're like, well, I can tell this person's a misogynist because they referred to all women everywhere as females in this right. message. But like wife and mother aren't necessarily derogatory always. True. But they can be said <laughs> derogatorily. Right. And I feel like I feel that way about she, her. Okay. That like... Sometimes somebody calls you she and it's just that like, 
in the mo in the flow of the sentence she yeah. was what their brain put there but then sometimes someone calls you she and it's like she mm-hmm. and i'm like ooh, ma'am for instance always feels like the derogatory one to me i never like to be called ma'am or miss no thank you right miss me with that um miss you huh. <laughs> <laughs> um Elle made a face at me that could not possibly translate into audio, but I'm great at I'm great at audio formats, y'all. You maybe heard it in the silence. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so like I generally don't care, but I appreciate they them because it means people are doing something to try to understand my gender, right? Or try to respect my gender, right? That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. I think so. And I think that's also why mispronouning makes more sense to me because, like, this is all just about the words. Like, it's not about my gender. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just about it's about these words. They they are not going to be able to access my whole gender, right? And it's about the comprehension therein because. Again, returning to like the the different example of me, if I get called, I mean, sir sucks. Ma'am and sir just need to not be a thing anymore. We gotta Facts. switch that up. We, we gotta, gotta we gotta get rid we gotta of that. Find something. Friend. This friend is, is friend is my favorite one. Friend is a good one. We're not that's how we're, that's not the discussion we're having though. <laughs> um, but if I am called he him, it like hurts me it like cuts me deep yeah it feels invalidating to like my identity as it stands and it is sometimes very odd to think that my identity can be so fragile as to be shaken by that alone Mm. but that is far more dramatic than it seems like the way that you feel about she her which is just kind of like i really wish people would fucking acknowledge that i am my gender yeah exactly right yeah all right yeah anything else you want to say about this one here if your pronouns aren't in your email signature yet, go put them there. That's a good point. That's not even a summary. That's just another plug. You got to make sure you got your pronouns in your email signature, man. Come on. Come on. Unless you legitimately do not enjoy pronouns. You can put no pronouns. That's a good point. Oh, hell yeah. You're so good at this. I'm so good at this. Unless you genuinely don't know what pronouns you want to use yet, which is fine. Yeah. But you know what? Think long and hard about it. Put some pronouns in there. Yeah. Do it. So I think also, though, in summary for this episode, the term mispronouning is a useful term to describe accidental and or minor cases of somebody using the wrong pronoun specifically. I think you could probably extend that to the wrong gendered language. But mostly it's about pronouns because those are something that can just slip into a sentence. Mm -hmm. And it's still something to be addressed But I think it also usefully can subvert a lot of the heavy hitting of misgendering. Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of guilt when you're learning how to gender someone correctly. And misgendering is it's a heavy word. It's a heavy word. Because like because like you said, it can run the gamut from somebody aggressively trying to discover your agab and then Using it against hurling you. Hurling it at you. To your friend who is trying their damn best but has referred to you as your agab since you met them when you were in kindergarten and like maybe they just haven't quite picked and up And like on... you came out as trans last week and they're just still working on right. it. Like that's fine. Right. And so like there is, a, there is a real emotional difference between those two things. But misgendering is the current term that means all of that. Everywhere in between that. Yeah. And so like... This is a fun, helpful distinction. Yeah. It's like misgendering light is honestly how I think about it, which like 
Again, I have a very different relationship with pronouns than your average person. Right. But I still think it's helpful to like con- to have a lighter word. To have to have a word that means like still hey, it still means hey you messed up. Mm-hmm. You tell somebody you mispronounced me, it still means hey you messed up or you say to your friend, "Oh my god, we've been mispronouncing this person." It still means we messed up. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean we fundamentally misunderstood everything about this person's identity. Yeah. Which I think is a useful distinction to be able to make. Yep. Yeah. All right. I think that's where we're just about going to wrap it up for this episode of Gender Journeys, the podcast where we talk about just what the heck gender actually is in context. As always, I am one of your hosts, Josie, and I'm joined by your other host, my lovely partner, Elle. Bye, y'all. And until next time, just keep thinking about it. Music for Gender Journeys composed by Sonia Berdash. If you want to stay up to date with Gender Journeys episodes or just want to say hi, you can follow us on Twitter at gender underscore journeys or on Tumblr at genderjourneys.tumblr.com. You can also find us online at josiewrites.com slash gender journeys. We hope to hear from you soon.